Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. Welcome into God's presence and join me in welcoming our online audience as well as those that watch on TV. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are much a part of this family. Thank you, Lord. And if you are ever in the Colorado Springs area, please stop by and see us. My God, a warm welcome awaits you. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Wow. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Somebody say thank you, Lord. Lift up your voice and say thank you, Lord. Say thank you, Lord. Say thank you, Lord. Say thank you, Jesus. My Lord and my God. We don't serve a dead God. We serve a living God. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And God is a God who answers prayer. Oh, on that mountain when those prophets of Baal cried out to their God, he did not respond. He said, what, what is, what's going on? I, see, I mean, what is going on here? Elijah came on and said, maybe what's you keep crying. Maybe your God has gone on a vacation or maybe he's asleep or something. Oh, but thank God we don't serve a God who takes a vacation. We serve a God who is alive every day. If you believe in him, say amen. amen. My Lord and my God. He, the Bible says he never sleeps nor slumbers. Think about it. He's alive. Somebody said he's alive. My Lord and my God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Prayer is one, one of the blessed privileges or blessings that God gives us as his children is the privilege to pray. And God has bestowed upon all Christians the privilege of prayer. He has qualified us to pray to him. Prayer is the pathway for God's blessings. It is the door which leads us to God. Prayer is our spiritual respirator and our fellowship and communication with God. And as children of God, as Christians, we need to approach God through prayer. I pray even as Elijah prayed and fire fell from heaven on that altar. In this season, may there be a fire on your prayer altar. May there be fresh fire on your prayer altar. May there be fresh fire on your prayer altar. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right. So we are studying different kinds of prayer. And already people have started sharing testimonies. Let those keep bringing those testimonies in. And I see God doing a mighty work in our hearts and in our lives as we press in in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. If you believe that, say amen. amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name. I'm teaching, we are teaching on this because it's so important. We talk to so many people and sometimes you hear of different things people struggling with mental issues marital issues issues on their job different situations from experience i've come to know that usually the the heart of it is faith the love of god and then also prayer so it's so important for us to be equipped so that we can pray effectively and in this season i see god taking your prayer life to another level 
I said, I see God taking your prayer life to another level. I said, I see God taking your prayer life to another level. Uh, let's turn our Bibles to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. Thank you, Lord. He says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Notice this phrase, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Psalm 141 verse 2, thank you Lord. He says, let my prayer be set before you as incense, the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Let my prayer be set before you as incense, the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. And then in Revelation chapter 8 verse 3, he says that another angel having a golden censer came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar and threw it to the earth. And there were noises, thunderings, lightnings, and an earthquake. So he says, let my prayer go up before you as, the, as incense, as the evening sacrifice. And the incense that he's talking about was made of 11 substances. When you study prayer carefully, we can slice and dice it to in a way that you, that you can actually raise 11 kinds of prayer. So he's saying that let my prayer go up as an incense. And here we see the angel in heaven. He takes the incense and offers it with the prayers of the saints and releases back to the earth in the form of prayer, in the form of power. Noises, thunderings, lightnings, and an earthquake. So when we pray, it goes up before God and God delights to welcome and our prayer. And that it is released as power on our behalf that is why the devil is afraid of a praying christian a praying group of people because a prayer causes god to intervene in the affairs of the earth and in the in our affairs as well and we talked about the fact that when we pray power is released on our behalf in James chapter 5, he says that, verse 16, Confess your trespass to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man or a righteous person avails much i like how the amplifier puts this thank you lord jesus if james chapter 5 look at it in the classic amplified he says this 
He says, confess to one another, therefore your faults, your slips, your falsehoods, your offenses, your sins, and pray also for one another. That means pray for one another is scriptural. That you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart. The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, I like this, dynamic in its working dynamic in its working makes tremendous power available then he goes on to say that elijah let's go back to the new king james he says that elijah was a man with a nature like ours <laughs> i like when the bible says that a nature like ours that means he ate he drank water like you and i drink water he used the bathroom like we use the bathroom he's a person like us <laughs> he's not different from you but what was the difference in his life the bible says and he prayed earnestly heartfelt prayer that it would not rain and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months and he prayed again and the heaven gave rain and the earth produced its fruit he prayed heaven gave he prayed heaven gave he prayed heaven gave rain and you've already realized that when we pray our prayer goes up to heaven and then comes down and the earth produced its fruit may your heaven give rain prayer makes all the difference in our lives so i pray in the mighty name of jesus that your earth will produce its fruit. So if your heaven is not giving rain and the earth producing its fruit, this is where the issue is. And in this season, the problem will be resolved in Jesus' name. The Bible says in Luke chapter 3, verse 21, when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus was baptized. And while he prayed, while he prayed, while he prayed, the heaven was open and the holy spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him and a voice came from heaven heaven opened which said you are my beloved son in you i am well pleased everybody was being baptized but when he got to his turn the difference was jesus was praying when you pray and when we pray, when we pray there will be a difference i said there will be a difference i said there will be a difference your heaven will open may you be under an open heaven in this season in jesus name thank you lord jesus all right let's go a step further here in our lesson let's go back to ephesians chapter 6 verse 18 so he says praying always with all prayer let my prayer go up as incense and the incense was made of 11 substances but for the purpose of this study when he says here praying always with all prayer the greek literally means praying praying always with all kinds of prayer with all manner of prayer different kinds of prayer if you try to do a job that is meant for a phillips screwdriver with a different tip it's not going to work <laughs> so 
you, you frustrate yourself. <laughs> you might eventually get it to it, but you have the right to, you are more effective. <laughs> so, um, the first lesson, and that way, please catch up, on the first Wednesday, we talked about why should I pray. The last week, we talked about the prayer of consecration. So for this purpose of this study, we are looking at seven kinds of prayer. The first one is the prayer of consecration. That's what we talked about last week. And then the second one is the prayer of petition. The prayer of petition. The next one is the prayer of faith. The prayer of faith. The third one is the prayer of agreement. The prayer of agreement. The fifth one is the prayer of thanksgiving. And then six, the prayer of supplication and the prayer of intercession. You see? So you, because you can't take the rules that govern basketball and try to play uh, baseball with it. Everybody will be confused. It won't work. So when we look at the prayer of consecration, you will notice that in the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus said, if, Lord, if it is your will, there's if in there. When Hannah was praying that prayer of consecration, she said, Lord, if you will give me a male child. But the one that we'll be looking at today, the prayer of petition and the prayer of faith, in every instance that you see those prayed, you don't see the word if in there. Because in those prayers, we know definitely what the will of God is. So let's go to the next one here. The prayer of petition. The prayer of petition is an urgent cry for God's help. And exposes our total dependence on him to meet our needs. Praying with all, always, with all prayer and supplication. And in, the, in this verse, the word supplication is the Greek word Jesus. And it's the second most often word used for prayer in the New Testament. It occurs 40 times and usually translated as prayer or petition. Now, the root word of it means that there is, it describes a need or a want. And it pictures someone with some kind of an urgent need or a desire in his or her personal life. Urgent need. It is a cry for God's help that exposes a person's insufficiency to meet his or her needs, such as a request for power to minister, strength to resist temptation, or to be sustained in a crisis. It is an urgent need. There is a crisis. There is a one that we look to God to meet. And we come to him with this prayer of petition. It's a formal request. To a higher authority. So sometimes, even with a prayer of petition, it's good to write it down. 
Sometimes we write, as a family, we write it down, or my wife, we write it down and put our signature on it. On this day, we petition God. Sometimes it's good to write it down, write it as a formal petition. It's a good way to do that. Let's look at some scriptures along these lines. Notice Jesus in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 7. Thank you, Lord. Oh, my God. Talking about Jesus, he says, Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with vehement cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death and was heard because of his godly fear, was heard because of his godly fear talking about jesus in the days of his flesh he says though he was a son yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered if jesus prayed and in the days of his flesh how much more you and i he says to God, who was able, the word for prayers there is the same word, Jesus. He recognized his insufficiency, the insufficiency in his humanity to carry out the Father's plan of redemption. Lord, without you, I cannot do this. Without you, I will not make it. Without you, I will not make it. A cry for help. And when we pray from this standpoint, we appeal to God from a position of humility and we ask him to grant us some special petition. The prayer of consecration, these prayers all work together. We are putting, we are put, we're singing them out because we want to look at them and dive deep into them. But they all work together. But you see, the prayer of consecration has to do with surrender. It has to do with yieldedness. But here, this also paints a picture of humility. We recognize our utter dependence upon the Lord. Lord, if you don't come through for me, there is no way out for me. My Lord and my God. That is exactly what happened when Jesus was at the tomb of Lazarus. When it comes to the prayer of petition, Mary and Martha came to Jesus and said, Jesus, in John chapter 11, the one who you love is at the point, is at the point of death. He's sick. And Jesus stayed in Bethany for two days before he made his way to where Lazarus was. And when he got to the tomb of Lazarus, when he got there, Lazarus was dead. It seemed impossible. It seemed that it cannot be, that nothing can change. But, he had already talked to the father about it. 
Martha, Lazarus, and Mary had served Jesus. Remember sometimes Jesus would stop by, hold a meeting in their house, and they will entertain Jesus. And here Jesus called. They called for Jesus. And it seems like Jesus is late. But thank God Jesus is never late. <laughs> Jesus, we used to cook beans for you. We call you, and you didn't come on time. And now Lazarus is gone. Have you lost something? Is some, has something slipping away from your hands? Does something facing you seem impossible? Are you in despair? Do you feel hopeless? Call Jesus. And when you call on him in prayer, he will show up. I said he will show up. I said he will show up. Have you lost your business? A loved one? Have you, have you lost? It's your, it's your health failing. Your children, your grandchildren. Is something slipping away? This morning I've come to announce to you by the word of the living God that Jesus cares about what you are going through. Jesus cares about what you are faced with. And you see, when you are faithful to serve the Lord, he never forgets. They faithfully serve the Lord. He never forgot. Jesus comes and they are talking about, uh, they, they say to Jesus, Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know I will see him in the resurrection. Jesus said, thank God for the resurrection. But I am the resurrection and the life, and I'm right here. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And Jesus made a statement. My God, go with me to look. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, I sense God's presence. My God. John chapter 11. Notice what Jesus said. My Lord and my God. Thank you, Father. John eleven forty. Jesus said to him, did I not say to you that if you will believe, you will see the glory of God? And this morning I have come to announce to you by the word of the living God that if you will believe, you will see the glory of God. I said you will see the glory of God. Then they took away the stone. From the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said. Father. I thank you. That you have had me. And I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by. I said this. 
that they may believe that you sent me. Notice he says, you have heard me. He had already talked to the father about it and petitioned the father. It's not time for Lazarus to die. We'll not let Lazarus die. It's not time for him to go. Lord, bring him back from the dead. My Lord and my God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, anything in your life that seems dead, like it will never come back to life, it seems impossible that it, could, it will never be turned around in the mighty name of Jesus as we take our case before the throne room of grace. Boldly, boldly, the boldness come from knowing the will of God as we take our petitions boldly before the throne room of grace. Oh, but as individuals and corporately in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I see God intervening on your behalf. I said, I see God intervening on your behalf as we take our petition before God for our nation and the nations of the world. I see God intervening in the affairs of our nation in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, my Lord and my God. Notice he says, I know that you always hear me. The prayer of petition, we have confidence before God. Notice what he says in 1 John chapter 5. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse 14 says, Now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, Whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions, not that phrase, not that word, the petitions that we have asked of him. A petition is a formal request. The confidence, the boldness that we have in prayer comes based on the word of the living God. So sometimes it's a, good, it's a good practice to write it down. Write the petition down. Lord, this is the area that I need an urgent help with. Sometimes it has to do with basic necessities of life. This is the area that I need you to intervene. Which takes me to the next one. The prayer of faith, or sometimes you can call it the prayer of authority. We'll come back to this verse, but notice this in John chapter 5. You see, a successful prayer life must be based on the word of God. I'll repeat it again. A successful prayer life must be based on the word of God. Every situation that you are faced with, the first question to ask yourself is what does God's word have to say about this? Now, notice in the prayer of faith or the prayer of authority, 
in John chapter 15 verse 7 he says if you abide in me and my words abide in you you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you This verse is loaded. Now, it says, if you abide in me, and my words abide in you. If you're already a, a child of God, you are a part of the vine. But that word abide here means to continue. Consistency. Remain in fellowship with the Lord. Then, he says that, you will ask the great word there for us is demand or a teal i'm taking my time because this is a very important you are demanding not in a, in tones of arrogance but demanding your rights that means that the word of god has already revealed to you that the thing that you are asking for when it comes to the prayer of faith or praying with authority is already revealed in the word of god notice that in this verse he says let's count how many times he uses the word you in this verse he says if you want abide in me and my words abide in you too you three will ask what you desire for and it shall be done for you five you is mentioned five times in this verse so whether your prayer is heard and answered a lot depends on you because sometimes you say, oh, I'm, uh, you're leaving it all to God. No, no, no. no don't leave it all. You, you, you is messing it. This is talking about prayer. <laughs> you is mentioned five times in this verse. He says, verse 8 says, by this my father is glorified that you bear much fruit so you will be my disciples. So here, if you keep it in context, the fruit that he's talking about is prayer fruit. He wants us to bear prayer fruit. Other, in other, if you read downwards in chapter, chapter, chapter 16, other fruit, the other fruit that, that show up, I mean, leading others to the Lord and all that, but we are in this particular context, he's talking about prayer. But he says that, notice this, if you abide in me and my words, so two conditions. To see answers to prayer. Abide in the Lord. Remain in fellowship with the Lord. Remain consistent in your walk with the Lord. Consecrate yourself to the Lord. And then let his words abide in you. The meaning of that is that let the words have its home in you. That is the key to a successful prayer life. Let the words have its home in you. 
Let the words live in you. You see, if you have an emergency uh, and you need to pray, um, that's one thing. Not everything that you need to pray about is an emergency. <laughs> that, that, that's the truth. <laughs> so, sometimes a good practice to be, so he's talking about words. So, because it's a petition, the scriptures, get the scriptures that concern that particular situation. And meditate on those words. Let the words get in you. The words concerning prayer. The words concerning the situation. Let those words get on the inside of you. Let the word of God be the governing authority in your life. Notice, he said to the children of Israel in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 6. Thank you, Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 6. He says, And these words which I command you today shall be where? In your heart. Get the words in you. Get the words in you. You shall teach them diligently to your children and talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlet between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and your, on your gate. What he's trying to do is to get them to focus on the word of God. Let the word of God get into your heart. Remember, the heartfelt prayer is the one that makes tremendous power available. So the prayer must come from the heart. Let these words be in you. Deuteronomy 11.8 Therefore you shall keep every commandment which I command you today. That you may be strong and go in and possess the land which you cross over to possess. There's a land available for all of us. So, when it comes to the prayer of petition, the prayer of authority, the prayer of faith, the first thing is to get the will of God on the matter and to plant those words in your heart as a next step. If you abide in me and my words, 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 abide in you. The word that abides in you is the word that talks to you. Crucial. Because that's what he's saying. That is where the confidence comes from. That is where the boldness comes from. We know what the will of God is in the matter. Sometimes the will of God is clearly it's revealed in the word of God. Other times we may just have to spend time with him uh, to get his will in a specific 
certain area. But you see, by the time he gets to John, 1 John chapter 5, verse 14, let's go back there again. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. Now he says, Now this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, the word of God is his will. He hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever he, uh, we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. So that means that if, it, if it's not his will, he doesn't hear it. But if it's his will, he hears it, and there's going to be an answer. <laughs> so get the will of God on the matter. Let's take an example of someone who is praying for God to bless them with a, with a spouse. Um, they cannot go after somebody's spouse. They're already off the market. They're already taken. <laughs> so if they go to God and say, Lord, <laughs> give me this person's spouse as my spouse it's not going to get head it's not going anywhere <laughs> in communications they call that a drug packet that packet is going to get dropped it's not going to make it to the other end <laughs> because it's not the will of God it's not it's not they're already on the market they're already taking but if they go to God and say Lord thank you for your word I know you have somebody for me and you know where that person is. Lord, bring me into contact with the right person that you have for me. He said in the beginning, you created them male and female. You give Adam a help me. You give Eve a husband. Lord, I know that you have the right person for me. And according to your word, I present this position to you. And I believe I have received. I thank you, Lord. Sooner or later, Mr. or Mrs. Wright will show up on the scene. <laughs> that prayer will get heard. Because it's in line with his word. And it is in line with the word of God. Do you see that? Let's take another example. <laughs> when it comes to, for instance, sickness, it's revealed in the word of God that God wants to heal sickness. So, and disease. So he says in 1 Peter, Chapter 2, verse 24, who himself bore our sins in his own body in a, on the tree, that we having died to sins might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. So in the mind of God, the sickness, the disease, notice that the same verse that talks about the dealing with the sin issue, talks about dealing with the sickness. 
In God's mind, he doesn't separate it. It's the same thing. So when we are praying to God about something that we know it is as well, for instance, when it comes to the forgiveness of sins or the healing of sickness, we don't need to put in there, Lord, if he be your will. He's just told us what is his will. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, in this season, as you seek the Lord, the greatest desire on your heart, I see God answering it in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I sense this so strongly. Thank you, Lord. You have entered a new season. When we pray according to, the, to, to his will, he hears us. And we know when it comes to the salvation of your loved ones, it is the will of God. That is revealed. Oh my Lord and my God. In this season I see God coming through for somebody. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. It may look hopeless. It may look like it will not turn around. Like Lazarus you might say Lord this is a stinking situation. Ah, But when Jesus appeared on the scene. They confessed and said now I know. Now I know. Now I know. Now I know. This is the confidence that God will come through. I know in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus that when I call unto God, like Jesus in the days of his flesh, when he cried out to God, he was heard, I am a child of the Most High God. And as I cry to you, O God, as I lift up my voice in prayer, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I know, I know, I know, he will come through. Now I know, I'm not guessing, I am on solid ground. Oh my Lord and my God, I sense God's presence. I sense God moving on the behalf of somebody. The situation looks hopeless. It looks like it will never change. Ah, but as you yield yourself to the Lord. See a turnaround. Thank God the same Jesus that we read about that did all these miracles. The same God that heard and answered the prayer of Jesus Christ even in the days of his flesh. Excuse me. Is the same person, is the same God who answers prayer. Nothing is too hard for God. What have you lost? What seems like it's slipping out of your hand? Oh, they said there is no, Jesus, if you had been here, they put him in the past. Ah. But Jesus said, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. In this season, I see you seeing the glory of God. I see you seeing the hand of God at work in your life. Our confidence and our boldness comes from the fact that he's given us his word. If you abide in me, 
if you permanently and habitually lord abide and remain continually in me that's the key that's the key are you connected to the branch are you abiding in him are you in fellowship with him my god let the word of god have its place in your heart. And you have the boldness. That word for confidence is it depicts boldness. It, it depicts courageousness in approaching God. My God. He says in Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews 4, verse 16. Let us, oh my God. Therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Jesus, boldly. Not arrogantly, there's a difference. Boldly. Boldly. To the throne of grace. What is the need that confronts you today? Abide in the Lord. Let his words abide in you. And when you pray according to his will. I said he will answer. I said he will answer. I said he will answer. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. Jesus said, I thank you that you heard me. You always hear me. That's the kind of confidence I want us to have. Lazarus has been dead and he's gone. But God is not dead. He stood at the tomb of Lazarus and said, Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus, come forth. And he was bound, but he said, loose him and let him go. In the name of Jesus, I speak life into that circumstance. I speak life into your life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we serve a good God. One time a lady came to church and she was she had a brain cancer and she had an issue with her leg. And as we prayed that same week, thanks be to God, she went and tested. They couldn't find the cancer. And later on she came and said, my leg is doing all right. My leg is made well. Boldness. Boldness. Nothing. When, when God heals cancer, that's a miracle. You see, even when God answers any prayer, that's a miracle. Because you can't answer your own prayers. I'm sure you tried that and it didn't work. <laughs> Every answer to God, from God, is a miracle. I pray in the name of Jesus 
May God do a miracle in your life. May God move on your behalf. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And may we consecrate ourselves also to the Lord. He says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. Lord, your plan and your purpose for my life, let it be the one that is fulfilled in my life. A prayer of faith. He says this in Mark 11, thank you Lord, verse 23 and 24. Thank you Lord Jesus. He says, for as surely I say to you, Verse 22 says, the last part of it says, have faith in God. For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, Believe that you receive them and you shall have them. The prayer of faith counts the thing done before it actually shows up. Notice he says we have the petition that we desire. Believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Believe when? When you pray. The moment you pray. The answer may not have showed up, but that moment, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. You see, it happens on the other side first from a spiritual standpoint before you take delivery of it in a physical standpoint. We, li we, we live in two worlds. The prayer of faith, the prayer of petition, can't say done before the result shows up. You shall have. Believe that you receive them right then. And you will have them. When do you believe that you receive? When you pray. When are you going to have it? After you are believed. The having comes after the believing. When do you believe that you receive? When you pray. Before you say it. When are you going to have it? After you have believed. He is you. <laughs> Thank you Lord Jesus. One more. First Peter. James chapter 5, talking about, he uses the, the, the phrase, clearly, he uses the phrase, the prayer of faith. In James 5.14, he says, In anyone sick among you sick, let him call for the elders of the church, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil, in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. If he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. 
The prayer of faith will save the sick. Sometimes when we think about saving or save salvation, we only think about the salvation at new birth. But there's more. There's more on the salvation ticket. He says the prayer of faith will save the sick or will heal the sick, will deliver the sick. And the Lord will raise him up. If he has committed sins, he will be forgiven him. Sometimes, uh, God wants all of us to develop in faith. So that we can walk with him. The prayer of faith will save the sick. That's the prayer that Jesus was talking about in Mark eleven twenty four. The prayer that counts is done before you actually see anything. When you pray, believe that you receive. Believe that you receive. Believe that you receive. And you will have. And you will have. The believing comes before the having. The having comes after the believing. When are you going to have? After you believe. When do you believe? When you pray. Oh, thank God. So when Jesus was standing at the tomb of Lazarus, he is not guessing. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to come out today or not. <laughs> If it doesn't come out, what am I going to do? <laughs> the, the body is already stinking. <laughs> no, no, no. He knows what the will of God is in this situation. When we pray according to the will of God. Oh, my God. He hears us. And not only does he hear us, we know that we have the petition side of him. Thank you, Jesus. God is good. You will see wonders in this season. I said you will see wonders in this season. I said you will see wonders in this season. You will see the hand of God at work in your life in this season. But make a determination. Make a decision that you are going to abide in him you are going to let his words abide in you. And you are going to serve God faithfully. No, when we yield our lives to the Lord. You see, our prayers also go up as memorial before God. So when Lazarus died, um, they were faithful in serving the Lord. And in Acts chapter 10, we heard that earlier during the prayer time. In Acts chapter 10, Thank you, Lord. Cornelius was not saved. You are just going through the emotions as a religious person. But when the angel appeared, he said to him, notice this, my God. He said to him that Cornelius, verse 2, Acts chapter 10, verse 2, a devout man and one who feared God with all his household, who gave generously to the people and prayed to God always. That's what we've been talking about. He had a prayer life. Verse 4 says, and he observed him and said, or was afraid and said, what is it, Lord? So he said to him, your prayers 
and your arms have come up for a memorial before God. Jesus, you're back right where we started. Our prayers go up to God. They go up as a memorial before God. Our service to God go up, go, goes up as a memorial before God. God says, God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love in that you have labored and you continue to labor. The presence of God is so good in here. It's just some of you always want to stay here and keep feeding. But we have to go. Let's talk to the Lord. Thank you, Lord. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.